Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. My guest today is another one of our real estate agents in our coaching program who's got an amazing story, going to kind of walk you through his entire journey of his real estate career with me today. I have Mr. Mark Mosa. Mark, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. So let's start off. What market are you in uh, first off? So I'm in East Tennessee market, specifically Knoxville. Knoxville, no. Tennessee. Home of the Vols. There you go. I love it. I love it. And tell the audience, Mark, how long have you actually been selling real estate? So uh, officially, so I got my license seven years ago. I didn't start for another year. So six years. About six years. Okay, got it. And just to kind of set the, the stage, how long now have you been part of our program? How long have we been working together now, roughly? Oh, man, it's, uh, I want to say two months, maybe? About two months, right? Yeah. Yeah, got it. And quickly through working together right away, using some of the strategies that we're going to talk about today, you were able to get, what, three or four listings within the first couple of weeks? Was that right? Actually, the first week I got three listings, I believe. I, I'm, I, I was trying to put my numbers together before we start talking. I've been overwhelmed. We got so three listings, and I've been off for about eleven days. I've dislocated my shoulder, so it's been horrible. But anyway, so I've, I've so far from your program, from the little effort that I put, I've, I've uh, netted seven listings, all for sale by owners. Closed five of them already. That's well, phenomenal. five of them under contract. Two of them going to close this week. So, so seven for sale by owner listings within the last 60 days. And so I want to talk about, because a lot of with people- With little are, effort. With little effort, right? You haven't even started yet. You haven't even started yet. No, your, your, your program is amazing. Well, let's kind of talk about it, right? So you, we've been working together for 60 days, yet you've been selling real estate for six years prior. So let's talk about what were you doing, Mark, to generate listings for the past six years um, that maybe wasn't working and, and some of the other things you've been trying. So let me, let me, so my first year in real estate, I worked exclusively with buyers because I was hungry and I wanted money right away. Um, so I had a, I was smart enough to, to know that I needed a coach. So I hired a coach immediately in our market center. She, she was, uh, she was a productivity coach. So she kept me, held me accountable and she pushed listing, listings, listings. And of course I was focused on set buyers, buyers, buyers. So First year, I was doing it part-time. I finished the year with 32 closings. About 90% of them were uh, buyers. Um, and I tasted a little bit of listing. I think I had two or three listings. And I was like, wow, it's much easier. So I quickly converted to the following year to become really focused on more listings. Uh, I started with Land Voice. I was with Keller Williams. So so they pushed Land Voice at Bold. I'm sure you've taken Bold. Yep. And I uh, started with Land Voice. And that's pretty much have been my whole source of uh, business was Land Voice. And then I think about a year and a half later, I switched to, uh, I tried Vulcan 7. Vulcan 7 was probably double the price of Land Voice, but I felt like it was much better. So I ended up my relationship with Land Voice. And I just stuck, honestly, 99.9% .9 of my business has been always from uh, Vulcan 7. Uh, my second year in business, I did 58, list, 58 closings, all listings. Um, third year, I was maybe 60-ish. I could never crack 100 for some reason. I, I you know, I get distracted really. I get comfortable, which is a horrible thing sure. in this business. Um, so yeah, it's been Vulcan 7. So this year, and I've done in my entire career previous to 
talking with you guys, I've done two for sale by owners. One of them, I was happened to be driving by to get a haircut and I saw a lady putting a sign. I pulled in and got it, sold it. And then the other one, I had sold a house next to the for sale by owner and I drove by and, and got it. But I've never, but with the market being so, so busy and, and there's no inventory, I decided I want to go to for sale by owners. And, uh, and so that's what I, by luck, I saw your YouTube and then I spoke to one of your uh, colleagues and I, he didn't have to sell me. It was probably the easiest sale he's ever done. I just said, I'm signing up. So, <laughs> well, let's, so, so what, let's talk about that because in two weeks, you've been able to do what you haven't been able to do in six years. The people watching this interview who will watch it in the future want to know how, how did Mark do this? Because so many agents, Mark, they want to go after for sale owners. They want to be a listing agent like you. And before I forget, what is your goal for 2021? As far as, uh, yeah, go ahead. Closing. I have crazy goals. I always have crazy goals. Uh, so my goal, I've, I've always wanted to finish 100. So yeah. I am, I'm trending right now at 68, but I got to push. I think with your program, I think I'll be able to get to the 100 because I've added some, another dimension to what I do. Yeah. Love so, it. Okay. Got it. Now, so before you started implementing what you've learned through working with me, what were you doing that maybe was not working, Mark, when you were going after for sale by owners? So I'm not patient at all. So for sale by owner has not been my thing because for sale by owner, you got to loiter and you got to call and call and call. I didn't have that patience. So if they're not ready to list today, I almost did most of my listings. I've almost got them on the phone, pretty much signed. Sealed. So by going to the house, I was just signing paperwork. So I didn't have that patience for for sale by owner. So I had to train my mind. I'm still trying to train my mind on switching that. So listening to your I think I did the uh, script one and script one got me like 11 appointments. I'm like, this is easy. Yeah. Uh, people are not hanging up the phone to me as much. Um, so, you know, I switched quickly to script two. I'm like, one is not my, my style because I was always going for the kill, so to speak. So I'm sure. just training my mind to think I got to really come from contribution. And even though I'm, I help all my listings, but I think for sale by owner, you just got to, you really got to be there for them. And, yeah, and the mindset, I had to switch my mindset. Yeah. And that was very hard. So let's, because, you know, the thing, as you and I continue to work closer together, one of the things I'm hoping to teach you, Mark, as we progress is this approach we can we can use with all of our business, how to get more referrals, how to start working with CPAs, financial planners, expired listings, absentee owners. And the list goes on and on and on, which will be the thing that gets you to 100 listings a year. At least it was for me. It's what got me to 100 closings a year. And so what are the what, what other lead sources are you working right now? You're going to laugh at me. I've never used anything but Vulcan 7. It's been my number. I, that's, that's all I've had. Well, this year, I've added a buyer's agent in my team. And so I never went after buyers. So we added Sync. Um, yeah. Like it's an autopilot. And... I don't know what he does with it. So, <laughs> well, let's. So, but in Vulcan Seven, right? So, in Vulcan Seven, that's your lead provider. But you're working what then? Uh, expired listings for sale by owners, okay. rent by owners. I, I, I was working only expires and canceled. I didn't okay. do. Uh, I didn't do investors. I didn't do rent for rent. But I didn't do any of that. So now I've added for sale by owners in it. Got it. Got I've it. Never yeah. done, I've done. I've never done geo. I've never done any of that. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm working also on absentee. I've bought my absentee list. I haven't started on it yet, but I'm going to be getting into that. Yeah. So now you've got a nice, well-rounded business because up to this point, it's been mainly expires and cancels, correct? Right. 
Yeah, got it. Is that still the, the your number one lead pillar right now? So what, so every time, by the way, I've, I'm not disciplined in making my calls, especially I think I've used my shoulder as an excuse lately. But uh, but so I find myself not going more towards the foreseen by owner instead of the expired. Yeah. So this week I switched it a little bit. I went to expired and actually got three listings. It was luck. So I got three listings in one day. I call that luck, but it was expired. So I go back and forth, but now I'm more comfortable with for sale by owners. Got it. So, so people, and I'm curious too, you know, you're getting, you're getting a lot of listings, Mark, where so many agents struggle to get a couple listings a year. I mean, you're getting a couple listings a week. So can you walk us through kind of what you do at the beginning of your day, what you're saying on the phone, how you're setting these appointments, what you're doing. I want to break down your process so people can learn what you're doing that's working that that has you getting so many listings. Can you kind of walk us through the the phone call first? Yeah. So the phone call, I mean, I've I've used, so can I use other people's names that I've used? Absolutely. Of course. I'm a a big fan of Derek Lipsky. I watch him. He's a kid. He matches my personality. Not everybody is my personality. So what I, what I, when I, when I help other agents, I tell them, I'm trying to find somebody that matches your personality. Right. So I'm not for everybody. So usually on the phone, I've, I don't know if you notice, I do, I do talk fast. Yep. So people pick up on that. They lack my energy. That's one thing I get a lot is I love your energy. I didn't understand a word you said, but I love your energy. So yeah. <laughs> that gets me in the door uh, mainly. So I, I start my morning. I make the calls um, and and I don't give up. I usually, I, I my a successful day for me is making 100 100 contacts, 100 leads, and maybe 200 calls, maybe 220 calls, but 100 calls, 100 leads a day. So my goal is to try to get 100, 100 leads a day, 20 contacts. When I get 20 contacts, I'm unstoppable. So, um, so I convince I'm I convince five or six out of 20 contacts to meet with me. And my goal is to always meet today or tomorrow. I find out if I make a listing for five days from now, they always cancel on me. Yeah. So I try to get it today or tomorrow. And then once I get in the door, I am I. I think what a lot of people people can sense this desperation. Yeah, people can sense BS. Um, so I am not afraid to go in there and tell them what I think. So I start like this: when once I get in the door, um, I will go and hey, I'm going to tell you things, Mister Seller. I'm going to tell you things today you don't want to hear. Ninety-nine percent of the agents go there. Oh, your house is gorgeous! Look how yeah. and they just want to get the listing put inside and have a good day. So right off the bat, they're they're taken by this guy is really being honest with me. So we do the walkthrough, and and then I go. Um, then I, I have mental notes. I do take a notepad because people want to make sure you're taking notes. I'm I don't like taking notes, but I do. Um, I take I have a, a remarkable pad, which is just like a you know like a notepad. So sure. I walk around and I sit down with him. I said, hey, so he's doing things. I'm gonna. I may offend you, so I'm going to apologize in advance, Mr. Seller. I always tell him that. By the way, I've been kicked out of somebody's house before because I offended him. He called sure. me back in. <laughs> so. well, well, here's the thing. I mean, well, keep going. And I want to kind of uh, unpack all of this because there's so much nuggets that you're dropping right now, but keep going. Yeah. So so the thing is, I'm trying to, I'm being honest. I am not, you want to say script. I'm completely being honest of my, my, my idea of their house. Why, you know, this is. I had a lady had a black wall. We got to change that. Uh, you, this is your grandma's furniture. It's a beautiful piece. It's but my my goal is to to attract a bigger uh, bigger mass of people than just one or two buyers. So so once I think once I go through me being honest and I'll, including the price and I tell them this, I'm here to be honest about everything. I'm gonna talk to you. We're gonna talk about price. We're gonna talk about staging. We're gonna talk about photography. 
Um, so I'm going to be straight. So I'll tell them also, I can, I can mislead you or lie to you, Mr. Seller, and tell you anything you want to hear and put a sign in front yard. And whether I sell your house or not, I'm going to pick up 2.5 buyers out of it. I'm not interested in that. I want to sell your house. So I think once you start becoming honest, they read that. Um, and also what gets me to listing, believe it or not, you may, it's a 7%. Yeah. That's what I, I just wrote that down on my pay, my paper. So let's, let's talk about that. And then we're going to, um, un, we're going to unpack the entire thing. Go ahead. Okay. So, so once they, you know, I've, I've listed houses before and they're getting ready to sign. They haven't even asked me for the commission. And yeah. I'm like, you know, ask me about the commission, but uh, you know, and I love the ones that actually fought you for 4% uh, and I always get it at 7%. And, but he, you gotta be truthful. You gotta, you gotta dissect the business. You gotta be a professional. You're not, you, you know, you're not desperate. Um, so I go in there. We, we, I mean, there's a lot we bring in. I, it's almost the same objections. Everybody has the same objections. That's right. That's right. He's got to. So I tell him, "This is what we're going to do. We're going to take your house. It's going to take me about five to ten days to get it on the market." I do have a professional stager that I use. I pay for that. And my thing is, I'm going to invest in your house, Mister Seller. So I'm not as invested as you are. So it's going to cost me anywhere from five hundred dollars to two thousand dollars to just initial to get it ready. That's right. uh, if, I, if I take 10 listings like that, Mr. Seller, and I don't sell that's $20,000, that's a lot of money for me. So I'm invested in you. No agent does what I do. And it's I'm not BSing them. So just, I think it's just stay truthful to what you do and don't bend. When I think when you bend, that's when you have problems. Love uh, it. So that's pretty much it. And so I, once I'm done, it's like, they, I mean, it's done. Yeah. All right. So, so, so let's, let's, that was, that was really good, Mark. There's a lot of information you just gave in the last two or three minutes that a newer agent looks at and says, wow, dude, my mind is blown. Yeah. So let me, yeah. let me, let me take this step by step. Okay. So let's start back with the, the phone call conversion. Okay. I love how relentless you are. I talk a lot about this with our students about staying in the pocket, not hanging up that phone when an appointment is still there to be had. I think people are giving up too much because of that reflex resistance. Of course, when we call a stranger, they're going to they're gonna push back. We're a salesperson. They're uh, intimidated or they're threatened by us. So let's talk about maybe some of the things that help you to keep the conversation moving forward that ends up getting the appointment where so many agents are failing, Mark, or they're giving up too fast. Are there a couple of things that you can think about that says, okay, when I do this on the phone, it helps me get the appointment or at least it keeps the conversation moving forward? Yeah, I say one thing. So I say, uh, uh, you want to agree with it. And, and you, again, you being completely honest. So when I look at a listing and and so when I'm making my calls, I'm I can multitask now. So I can actually look at the Flex MLS and, and then look at uh, Vulcan because well, I don't want to get in trouble. Something can be active. Right. And, and I'm calling and I'm in trouble. So I'll, I'll do that. So I look at the pictures. I look at what's what's been said. Look at the commission. There's a lot of things I already can look at and pick pick it up. So when I talk to that client, I'm saying, he he's what I think your house did not sell. Um, you did this. You did this. You did this. You also offer 2% commission to the buyer. Nobody's going to look at you. It, so I think the honesty is and me not being desperate, it's different from any other call they're getting. Because every other call they're getting, you have amateur realtors who are very desperate and trying to sell them where you're being transparent. Number one, you're being honest and you're detaching from the outcome 100%. Mark's going to succeed whether or not he gets that appointment. Mark's going to take listings whether or not he gets this call. Right. So you, you've done so well in your career. You've had such good success. 
that you don't need the listing. You like the listing, but you don't need it. And so this is what we're trying to teach other newer agents, Mark, is being uh, transparent, being honest, telling people the truth, because this is what actually gets you listings in a sea of realtors that are scared to tell the truth. So you're very, you're being very transparent on the phone call. You're not giving up. You're being relentless. You're going for the appointment, right? So that's your main focus of a phone call. Would you agree is to set the appointment? Appointment. You got it. Exactly. I got to do it within 24 hours also, not four or five days from now. That's right. Because a lot of newer agents, they're just, they're like in contact itis, right? They're just making contacts to make contacts, to make phone calls because they want to make themselves feel good. You're doing, you said 20 contacts per day, correct? I, I, let me go back. I don't. I'm, no, I don't. I'm, I, when I'm doing it right, I do it 20 contacts a day. So a lot of times, I mean, I I get distracted a lot, and that's been my my downfall. But yeah, if, I think if you stay consistent and you do 100 calls a day, well, 100 leads a day and 20 contacts, um, it's going to be crazy. I mean, I did that in 2016 was my best year. I had a $144,000 commission day. I've wow. always wanted to have a hundred thousand dollar day because somebody at Williams had it, and they say you dream it, you attain it. So I had a, but what what led me to that? It was because a year and a half earlier, I four months I didn't stop calling and I piled up fifty two listings. Yeah, it, it it it's just crazy. So yeah, so but when you do it, you're right. When you do it, twenty contacts a day, that's a success. Yeah, and amazing things happen. Now, before I forget, because you just said something so interesting. You focus and you got a pile, you got a, you got a load of new listings. What would you say, Mark, to the newer real estate agents who are hearing all these different voices out there saying, you don't need to call people. That's old school. That crap doesn't work. You don't need to prospect. You could just post on social media and get listings. Do you think there's any truth to that at all? Or do you feel like you've got to pick up the phone? You've got to have conversations. You, you got to pick up the phone. You got to, you know, it's funny. I have agents in my office who still fight me on Vulcan 7. Yeah. And then every time I get a big check, I, I text them. I show them the check. Guess what? Vulcan 7. <laughs> That's right. So, so yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think that the industry? Uh, well, I, I, I've got a hunch, but what do you believe is the reason why people still fight the fact of the matter, which you and I both agree on, which is proactively picking up the phone and talking to people every day is the fastest way to get listings. Why do people keep fighting that? It's discipline. I know I got to lose weight and I got to go to the gym and I don't do it a lot. Yeah. It's the path of least resistance. Right. We don't want to, it's hard to get, I'm not, I mean, I'm not offended if somebody hangs up the phone on me or threaten me. It's, it's just, you know, I had, in fact, the funniest listing I ever got. I called this guy and he had every colorful cussing word on the phone. He was, he was making so many cuss words. I started laughing. Yeah. And he started laughing. He's like, you like that? I was like, man, this is very, and anyway, we, we hit it off and I got the listing. So yeah. it doesn't bother me when somebody's hanging up the phone on me. I'll just call you next. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. So. And I have the same mindset. And that's the thing. I think agents put too much, you know, they allow it to affect them emotionally. These people are never going to see you. They're never going to hear from you again. You're just focused on doing the actions. And if you do the actions consistently, you're going to take a lot of listings, period, end of story. Most agents won't do the work, but you're if you do the work- yeah. You're actually helping them. I mean, because That's right. When you're talking somebody expired or for sale by owner, they're telling you they want to sell. They, they're desperate. They need an answer. And they've seen it all. You know, So you, you're trying to convince them just to listen to you for 20 minutes. I usually tell them, I, by the way, I use this line a lot. 
give me 20 minutes of your time. I'll put a timer on my phone. I love it. And, and I, you know, and I want to actually went in. I was like, yeah. like, slow down. I'm like, well, you got me 20 minutes. I got I to yeah. be out of here in 20 minutes. So uh, anything to get in the door. Because once you get in the door and you're honest, they're going to, the walls are going down. The face-to-face appointment changes everything, period. Right. right. And, and so I like that script. And you're saying, hey, listen, give me 20 minutes, you know, and if you're not finding value uh, in the meeting, I'll leave. But I believe, right? If you give me 20 minutes, give me a chance to earn your business. I think you'll great. You'll find great value. So I like that. Now, so you set the appointment. Let's go back to the appointment for a second. So here's the other thing. I love what you said a few minutes ago about telling the sellers the truth about their house, about price, about commissions. Here's the line in our listing presentation script. It says, "Mr. Seller." You know, would you rather me try to get you to like, would you, would you rather me try to get you to like me or tell you the truth? What would you prefer? And they always say, tell me the truth. Absolutely. And I say, the reason I ask you that, Mr. Seller, is because a bunch of realtors are out there going to try to come into your home, tell you what you want to hear, try to convince you, try to sell you. It's going to seem sexy to get you to list their home with you. I don't want anything to do with that. And I set that expectation up front, which sounds exactly what you're doing as well. Is that right? Yes. yes. And, and would you say, Mark, that because you have the courage, just to be honest, is a value proposition in itself? Big time, because they don't see that from anybody. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, we have a market of 6,400 agents. Um, and 99.9% of them will not because they're afraid. They don't want to affect That's right. people. They don't want to lose the listing. And people can read your, your body language more than whatever you're saying. So, Well, and that's just the thing that you just said. You're right. The, the, the agent that has a scarcity mindset that is, is, is attached to the outcome, they're scared of losing the listing that's not theirs in the beginning. And then an agent like you comes behind them tells the seller the truth without worrying about losing it. And then you walk out with the signed contract. Right. Exactly. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. So so with FISBOs that are selling so fast, how are you able to get so many FISBO listings? Because the objection I get in the work that I do in coaching realtors, Brandon, FISBOs are selling on their own. Uh, you, you can't get these listings. And if you get them, you got to discount your commission. Well, that's not true for Mark. You're getting a bunch of FISBO listings at 7%. How are you able to convert the FISBO so quickly? So, so I'm going to give you one example from your, from your script. So it was, uh, it was this, uh, this couple, um, they live in Atlanta and they had a house, West Knoxville. Our market is super hot. House yeah. they're in an hour, uh, multiple offers. Um, so West Knoxville, prime location, they had listed at 250 And I laughed. I looked at this house. I'm like, oh my God, they're giving this away. I called them. And there was a language barrier there. I think they were a Chinese couple. They engineers. They lived in. They moved to Atlanta, and there was so it was a little bit difficult. But I, I, I convinced them to meet with me at their open house. And I walked in this house, and they had a rinky dink table sitting there, and they had their own flyers done, and this faded for sale by owner sign. And and I was like, I can sell this house for three hundred thousand. They're like, No. I'm like, Yes, I can. Sign with me. Give me thirty days. So. Convinced them, they they slept. They didn't sign that day. They called me a few times. Anyways, long story short, they said we'll go with you, but three hundred is a lot. Let's yeah. do eighty. I'm like, I can't. I said, all right, sure, two eighty, no problem. Can I keep whatever I get? <laughs> like, yeah. So first contract, three hundred thousand cash, no contingencies. Love it. So here's what I did and told my seven percent. 
Because what I did, I went and staged it by there because it was an empty house. It cost me, staging cost me about a thousand bucks. Yeah. The money of mine. Uh, photographer was like, so anyway, so I said, since I got you this much money, can you pay me $2,000 bonus for my government? Sure, Mark, no problem. Done. I love it. We closed them Friday, by the way. I mean, that's phenomenal. Only an expert, only a real professional like yourself knows the market as well as you did. You could look at a house on Vulcan 7 and know right away what it should be priced at. That's a thing that you know, we're not going to go down that that rabbit hole today, but that's really what we're talking about. To become an expert listing agent, you got to know the market inside and out, which then gives you confidence to talk to sellers over the phone and face to face. So, so um, back to the meeting. Now you're taking listings at seven percent, and you talked about standards. What if a seller says, "Well, Mark." You know, there's a lot of agents that'll do this for 4%, 5%. There's no way I can pay you 7%. I love that when they say that. So, yeah, so, so, so I'm saying, well, you know, the, the standard here is six, but I've seen five, I've seen four, I've seen three, Mr. Seller. But even at six, that agent's already failed you. My explain, they're like, what do you mean he's failed me? So at 6%, so that agent is going to pay 3% to the buyer side, correct? Oh, yeah. 3% is left for him and his brokerage. Brokerage takes about half of that. So he's left with 1.5%. Then he pays Uncle Sam about 20% of that. He's left a little over a percent. So that agent is going to do what every agent is doing, which you as well do is for sale by owner. Put a sign in yard, put an MLS, and have a great day. What I do, I take my extra percent and actually market your house from staging to photography, actual phot- good photography. And here's what I do, Mr. Seller. If I sell in less than 30 days, I go down to six. If I bring the buyer, I go down to five. Fair enough? Wow. Fair enough. Easy. I love it. Yeah. It's it's that's and that's the thing. The best objection handler for commissions is exactly what you just said. Is telling the seller, explaining to the seller why working with an agent who discounts their commission is bad for the seller. Right. And it's so easy to get a higher commission, but but newer agents have a tough time with the mindset. They feel bad for charging commission. They feel like, oh, the only way I can provide value is if I offer it cheaper. What advice would you give to agents that are going on listing appointments in this low inventory market, very competitive, uh, about discounting their commissions? He, he's one one. Somebody brings commission. He's what I tell them is very easy. I, I took one yesterday. It was a 4%. I listed it as 7 Um, My question to you, Mr. Seller, is what do you want to net? No, do you want, no one you want to pay me. What do you want to net? Yeah. Well, I'll be happy with $300,000. Well, great. This is what I'm going to price it at. This is what my, at, at worst case scenario, it doesn't sell in 30 days. This is what you're going to pay me. This is what you're going to net. So you want to look at what you're netting, not what you're paying. Me. So Smart. I think they bring it in there. Um, and as a new agent, I didn't have that. Now I take a book with me of my list. You know, I can brag what I've sold. Yeah. But as a new agent, I didn't have that, right? I did not have that. But I used the line from, uh, from uh, what's that called? That movie, Show Me the Money. Uh, What's it called? Um, show, show, uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. 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 You're my only client, Mr. Seller. I'm going to yeah. work my behind for you and I want to yeah. make sure you, I net you them. You just show passion. Start with that. Start with the success of your company. It will start piling up. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. So, so Mark, I mean, you listen, you're having great success. I mean, what kind of income do you make if you sell 60, 70 homes a year in your market, roughly? So the most I've made in a year was four hundred and sixty thousand. Got I'm it. Not cracked a million yet? I, I know I can. I've trained other agents to to crack a million. I can't do it. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So you're you're near a half a million dollars a year in income, right. which is a which is a great life. Great life. Yeah. Uh, obviously, to your I'm point. Blessed. Yeah, you're very right. blessed. It's easy to to be complacent. You oh, know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and a lot of people fight complacency. What are some of the things that you're thinking about moving forward to get you uncomfortable, to get to that hundred mark, to get you to a million dollars a year in income? I want to retire in five years. Love it. So that's my goal right now. I have things that I'm doing, I'm putting in place. I think when you start putting things in place. So, so after, after I got your program, I was determined I'm going to hit my hundred goals. So yeah. I had a 2013 Lexus. I went and bought a 2021 Lexus the next day. <laughs> upgrade, 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 right? That's going to put a little pressure on me to, that's right. to, to get that much more money. So that's, uh, so I mean, just put things in place, you know, they, you know, just think about it, whether you want to buy investment homes. And so I'm thinking a little bit differently now. So, so yeah. Good for you. And, and there's no doubt that you can do it. And that's why I want to do this again with you in a year. Let's really push you to get to a hundred, hundred, a hundred listings a year. Yeah. Uh, if you started all over again, okay. And you went back six, seven years, you became a real estate agent all over again in a brand new market where you knew nobody, what would you do differently knowing what you know now? I will start off the bat with Vulcan 7. And just dial, dial, dial. I don't get paid by, well, actually, I get 50 bucks every time I refer somebody. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not afraid to tell you my success. When I was at Keller Williams, I, I was a technology director. They hired me because they thought I need technology. But I'll get up there and tell people what I do. And some agents are like, don't tell them our secrets. I'm like, yeah. if I tell 100 people my secrets, one may do it. That's right. May do it because they don't believe it. Yep. Not only do they not believe it, they won't actually execute. They won't do it. That's what I've learned. No, yeah. yeah. You know, and everybody knows how to get in shape and work out, but no one does it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> so uh, amazing. Good stuff today, Mark. Let me, let me leave you with this last thing. For any new agent that's watching this, that's in, in that, you know, gets inspired because they say, wow, this guy's only been in the business for six years. He's making a half million dollars a year. He's keeping his business very simple. What advice would you give to a brand new agent um, outside the Get Vulcan 7? What advice would you give them from a mindset, skills, action perspective? You know, I think what you said, um, I mean, you you clicked with me a lot really fast. That's why I signed up. Like, So I think uh, a good body, good mindset, good everything. So working out. So my best year I had is when I actually was getting up my butt five in the morning, going to the gym. Yeah. It, it all it all does that. So that's I, right. Take the negativity. Don't hang out with whiners. Go go look at the big rock stars in your office. See what they're doing. That's what I did. I used to like, uh, like I hate to say this. I look at their mailers, see what they're getting and stuff. Just. Just look at the people who are very successful and go after it. There's a guy, he's a kid, 20-year-old that really hung out with me when I first started. Well, he knew and he knew something that he saw something in me. He, he would be in my house all the time. I, I thought he lived here. Um, <laughs> this kid's making over a million dollars. He's 24 now. Wow. He is he is um he never stops on the he he's never stops on the phone. He's on the phone all day long, but he's he's now 24. He makes over a million dollars a year. Uh, he drives a nice Porsche. I mean, he worked his butt off. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so fun about this business is you could just, if people will accept the fact that this business is an direct outbound sales business, they will do just fine. But they feel like they got to go spend money and buy leads and do marketing campaigns and bus benches. And I love the board. one. Let me spend $4,000 on a nice website. I'm like, what's it going to do for you? <laughs> Nothing. So, 
do you do you are are your is your business almost all profit outside of the listing expense? Are you spending a bunch of money on Zillow and mailers and bus benches? So I got $62 a month on Zillow. The only reason I got it because I want to be a premium agent. So I called him and said, What's your cheapest zip code? Yes. And so it's $62 a month. I do have a billboard, but the billboard is not for me. I just it's for I'm trying to um, grow my office. So it's more marketing for my for my brand. Yeah. When I left Galloway's, nobody knew what Summit Realty was. So I have that billboard, but that billboard is paid for by uh, by mortgage companies. And exactly. Stuff. I don't I don't pay for it. So yeah. So my my expenses. Um, so if he, I think Vulcan was two seventy nine. It comes out directly two seventy nine a month. Yep. That's, that's it, right? Need. That's all you need. See, that was that's my business model too, and and I think a lot of people have a tough time accepting that. But it's like that's all you need. Less than $300 a month, you can build a million-dollar income in this business. It's no other industry like it. It's amazing. If you do, if you do that every day, if I was, if I was uh, disciplined. So the, the most listens I got in one day, this is funny. I twisted my ankle, hurt my ankle pretty bad. So I knew I, was, I couldn't get up. I made, I think, 1,600 calls that day. I got a non-listings total, six over the phone because they were absentee owners. I did not know. And we yes. signed. Um, yeah, the phone does it for you. So if you can do two hours a day, be disciplined to eight to ten. I'll talk to Tim Hyle. I don't know if you know Tim Hyle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the guy's a rock star. I yeah, yeah, I look at yeah. So I I said, what's the best two hours? He said eight to ten or eight to eleven. If you do eight to ten, Monday to Friday, appointments in the afternoon, you will make six figures blindly. Easy, easy, yeah. easy. Period. Yeah. End of story. There is yeah. no debate. No flyers, no nope. uh, no websites. Yeah. Are you doing anything to generate repeat and referral business yet? Or is that start, are you starting to build that, that is, in your business now? That's been my weakness. There's a lot. Like I don't, uh, once once the, once I sell them, I don't see them anymore. And it's funny. I do get referrals from my clients. Like, hey, I just got one. I sold their son's house five years ago. Yeah. He called me listed. But I, I think I should. I could be doing a better job. I think with uh, uh, the marketing company that you, you recommended, I'm still trying to put that together. Yeah. I think if I can get those cards going automation, yeah, I will probably double my business. So that was that. That's the thing, Mark. Really, what got me over that hundred a year? Because you're, I, I was, I was a lot like you. I love the phone. I'm not afraid of anything. I grew up uh, in this industry on the phone, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, no problem. I was very transactional. I would sell them, and once I was sold them, I never talked to them again. It was thank, it was bam, bam, thank you, man. Yeah. Until. I started to put into my database system and I started communicating with that database the same way I was communicating with expired cancels, withdrawn for rent by owners, absentee owners, FISBOs with my past client database. That was the thing that really halted me and my business. And that's where you're going to get another 40, 50 deals a year from. I hope so. I, I know so. I don't, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced. So best of luck to the future, Mark. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I know a lot of people get a lot of value out of this. I'd like to do this again with you in a year from now and share with people how big of a business you can build just, you know, just by staying focused, staying disciplined. You don't need to go out there and spend a bunch of money on marketing. So we appreciate let, you. Let me finish this. So, so obviously there's a lot of noise out there. I've had every coach, by the way. I'm, I'm a big believer in coaching. Um, I'm not just saying this to, to make you feel good. I call it like I see it. You guys are freaking awesome. Hmm. It's, it's as simple as you, your script is simple, but. I think if people follow your system, they'll be uber successful. So well, Mark, I think I really, I dude, I really appreciate that, man. It means a lot. We're putting a lot into this, in, into helping agents all over the world. 
And, um, you know, because you're right, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of voices, there's a lot of crap out there uh, in this industry. And we want to bring the truth to your point. We look at real estate agents as the seller of a home, and we believe it's our job to tell realtors the truth about what it's going to take to win in this business without the BS, without the crap. Absolutely. And so we we really like working with agents like you too, Mark. So I know this is just the beginning. So best of luck to you the rest of this year. I'm sure we'll see you on some coaching calls here very soon. How about you? Thank you. Have a good All day. right, Mark. Take care, buddy. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.